Well, the epistle for today, which we typically don't read during the scripture readings, is uh, from Paul's letter to the Romans. It's from Romans 5, verses 1 through 5, and Paul writes, Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us. Because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. See, here Paul is explaining the relationship that we have as believers with the Holy Trinity. Paul is saying that by entering through faith, into which God has always wanted to do for us, which is set us right with Him, make us fit with Him. Because of that faith, we have it all together with God because of our Master, Jesus. And that's not all, Paul is saying. We throw open our doors to God. And discover when we do that, at the same moment, that he has already thrown open his doors to us. And we find ourselves standing where we always hoped that we would stand. Which is out in those wide open spaces of his grace and glory. Standing tall And shouting his praises. Paul says that's not all. There's more to come. He says we continue to shout our praise. Even when we're hemmed in with troubles. Because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in each of us. And how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next. And then in alert expectancy, we're never left feeling shortchanged. On the contrary, we can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit. That's interesting imagery. That's from the message. It's the message interpretation of what Romans 5, 1 through 5, what Paul was saying there. Now this relationship that we have with the Holy Trinity should cause us to pause and reflect, I think, on just how great are the magnificent grace and mercy and love of our Creator God. As our psalm this morning says, When I look at your heavens, 
the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have established, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? We serve a really big God. And in the grand scheme of the universe that God created, each of us may seem very small. I've often wondered why God cares for us so completely. Have you ever wondered that? It really is rather mind-blowing how a great big God of the universe has the time or the inclination to pay any attention at all to ordinary beings such as ourselves. And yet the scripture says that he created us in his own image and likeness. This weekend... um, I was at SMU with a group of pastors that regularly meets in our course of study program. And we were talking about this very thing, this image and likeness of God. And what does that mean? There are two words in the original Hebrew text for image. Two words that translate as image from the Hebrew to English. One of them is demut, which means image as in a reflection of. And the other one is salim, which means image as in made of the same substance as. And in the original text, Where it says that he created us in his own image and likeness, the word is Selim. We are made in the image of God in the sense that we are made of the same substance as our creator. And that's why it says that he made us only slightly less than divine crowning us with glory and grandeur, and that He has given us dominion over the works of His hands. He has put all things under our feet, all sheep and oxen and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. In other words, all of His creation He has subjected to us. given us dominion. Dominion is not just rule over. Because see, we're created in the salim of God, the same substance of. So dominion there also means that we need to treat God's creation as He would treat it. So it's not just power over, rule over, but responsibility and love for his creation. In his majesty, in his majesty, he has given us dignity. I want to say that again. In God's majesty, he has given 
us, you and me, dignity. See, that is the heart, the essence of the relationship that we have with the Holy Trinity. That God the Father loved us so much that He sent His only Son, God the Son, to die for us. God the Son, after His resurrection, ascended back to the Father and sent to us another Counselor, God the Holy Spirit, to dwell with us and in us, to give us that ability to carry out that image and likeness of God and that dominion, responsibility, and love for His creation. It's this indwelling of God the Holy Spirit that transforms us and transports us into, in a very real sense, into the midst of the mercy, grace, protection, provision, wisdom, and dignity of the Trinity. Because we are of the same substance, we share those characteristics of God. I want to talk about dignity for a moment. Dignity is important. Your individual dignity is important to God. The collective dignity of human beings is important to God. Why? Because sin is undignified. It is undignified for eternal created beings such as ourselves to be held captive by the depravity of sin. It is undignified for beings created in the image and likeness, the Salim of God, the same substance of God. It is undignified for those kinds of beings, beings who were modeled in the perfection of God, it is undignified for us to be slaves to sin. It is undignified for God's people, people of the resurrection, people of Pentecost, people of the movement of the Holy Spirit. It is undignified for us to engage in all manner of activities that are outside the will of God, outside the abiding in the Holy Spirit. But because of the righteousness, holiness, and majesty of God, where we once were lost to the indignity of sin, we are now dignified in our purity, made so by the love of the Father, the justification of faith in Christ, and the power of the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. The Trinity in which we abide as believers. Our opening hymn this morning was about the majesty and divinity of God. And by default, it was also about the dignity of humankind because of the relationship that we have to the Trinity. Listen to the words. 
O Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds Thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, Thy power throughout the universe displayed. And when I think of God, His Son not sparing, sent Him to die, I scarce can take it in. That on the cross, my burden gladly bearing, He bled and died to take away my sin. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and lead me home, what joy shall fill my heart. Then I shall bow with humble adoration and then proclaim, my God, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to Thee, How great Thou art. How great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art. How great Thou art. Majesty and dignity. The majesty of the triune God. And the dignity that we have in relationship with Him. This Trinity Sunday, let us go forward living our lives as dignified people. People dignified by our abiding, living out the love of God, the hope of Christ, and the power of of the Holy Spirit. Amen.